Welcome to the Indian Newsling podcast series Coffee with Kamil by Kamil Lakshman. Survival depends on eating and drinking. In other words, consumption of food. But um there are other kinds of food that is often needed but we are not aware about it or we don't turn our mind to it. Nor is it readily understood or it is neglected as to what it is such as food for the mind food for the spirit but what are these kinds of foods the quaint term as we all know food for thought is the obvious one but what about food for the mind which in other words is food for the thought is there such a thing or is it just something that we say in fact if you think about it it is it is what we take in the impressions that get implanted consciously or unconsciously which then result in thoughts and behavior and the byproduct is emotions and feelings however food for the spirit or soul is difficult to pin down it is the substrata of it all it is that sense of well-being that we sometimes feel of being okay of being complete and whole when it is not present then there is a sense of emptiness nothing satisfies because the innate in you that you know you have not reached what you innately are searching for sounds convoluted but it actually is not because it's about you being spiritual seems to be that food that satisfies that hunger it is almost as if you need to be connected to a power force to something other than your inner insular self to something other to find purpose to something higher it then seems to satisfy that hunger yet it is the you that needs to embark on the journey to find you to connect to you sounds rather perverse but it is just like that it's all about you the journey is of you people often say love yourself but what does that mean it's not a button one can switch on and switch off i love then i then i don't love it cannot be forced on it it either is or is not we are the worst critique of ourselves there's nothing we can do right we can't look good we don't uh, uh we can't do anything that is perfect and even when people compliment us we doubt it that is why when somebody says something mean or negative things about us about you you get so hurt so upset and at times depressed because secretly you buy into it actually not only do you buy into it you believe it uh it must be right i'm not sure why we tend to be so negative about ourselves how we so desperately want to believe what the other thinks of us and the worst thing is not only do you buy into it you believe it as gospel truth but let's say your response was water off a duck's back and whatever was said to you it didn't bother you it didn't affect you or have an impact on you 
Imagine that space to be in. Does that mean when you feel okay and those comments and opinions really are not yours about yourself, then a gap can be created between the two? Does that mean love is allowed to exist for you, by you? It, 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 it really is a very interesting, um, this whole thing about being caught up by other people's negativity um, and, and getting consumed by their thought process. And it's very dangerous because if you're, not, if you're not paying attention to it and you do not understand that there are so many people in the world and each will have their opinion. And the worst thing is this, that their opinion will differ. Today it'll be this, tomorrow it'll be that. But if you are dictated by another person's opinion, then uh, imagine the seesaw that you'll be under and how you'll be constantly trying to strive for approval from others about how you are. Now, if you see that in the cold light of day, it sounds really strange and silly. Why would you put yourself in that position? Why would you do that? But if you just take a pause and look at how you are receiving feedback, you will see that it's not silly at all. That's exactly how most of us respond. And I would like to add a bit further. They say that man is the companion of woman and vice versa, that neither is complete without the other because it takes the two to make a whole, of course, with exceptions. So if that was true, that was in fact correct, where does superiority or even equality come into it? It just is. The functionality may differ between the two, but there's no superiorness. One is not better than the other. Nature is attesting to that. The feminine and the masculine imbalance. When there is disharmony between the two, then imbalance occurs and attempts are made by nature to harmonize, hence natural disasters. The disconnect happens when either suppresses the other or themselves in the functionality expression. The lesson, I suppose, is you won't be a success. If you want to be a success, rather, then the left and the right need to work together. Then you are in tune with the natural laws that exist. Would that not make an ideal world? Thank you for listening to the Indian Newsling podcast series Coffee with Kamil by Kamil Lakshman. 